what foundation can we give to people who are trying to figure out positive affirmations? Like what was, what's the first thing that you would say if I'm like, listen, Trev, I'm lost. I don't really know what I want right now. I don't know mm -hmm. where I'm headed right now. Like, what would you tell me in terms of something that I could say positive about myself or where do I start? I, I would say, welcome everybody to the Dream Lifestyle Podcast. In this conversation, we are gonna be talking about the power of affirmations. We're gonna be talking about why your words matter because your words do have power. We're gonna be talking about how to effectively create affirmations for yourself. And we're gonna be talking about what happens if you don't create affirmations for yourself. So it's gonna be a really dope conversation. And of course, to have this conversation, I have my brother David is back here on the pod. Hey, thank you. I appreciate being here, man. This is a great experience last time. So let's let's kick it off right. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Well, look, let's let's just jump right into it. You know, affirmations. I think people undervalue and underestimate just how effective affirmations can be for their lives because you know we can go biblical but just on a practical level mm -hmm. it really is important what you say to yourself right. so in your mind and your experience like what's your thoughts on just affirmations so when i when it comes to affirmations for me um i think the most important thing is positivity first and foremost so understand like what is it that what what state am i in what situation am i in what is my goal and know how to pour the right positivity into it. You got to be able to kind of look at the blank page and be able to put different ideas out there to figure out what sticks to what I want in life and what I'm trying to achieve. That's how you kind of determine which affirmations work for you. Yeah, I, I like how you how you put that because it sounds like that we should be reflecting on just what is on that we'll say roller coaster wheel, like what's on the hamster wheel of our thoughts, right? right? Evaluating those thoughts with where we want to be. Right. I think that's, that's so, so important because every single day we have a conversation with ourselves. Mm. Like, yes, we have conversations with family, coworkers, and everyone externally, but every single day there are, there is a conversation happening right. up here right. in, in our minds, right? you know? And it's important that we evaluate, okay, are, is this thought, is this conversation in line with mm. where I want to go? So I, I want to jump in there because you need to know what is for you and what is against you. Because not every thought that you have is your own thought. Yes. So we need to understand, and that, that comes with alignment in God and prayer and everything like that. You need to understand like what thought is of God and what thought is of the enemy because the enemy is going to send off those those discouraging yes. uh, affirmations like oh like you know you can't do this right you know you're not strong enough for this you know that you can't handle this what's what lies ahead yeah this is why you can't do anything right <laughs> this is I listen I because for me I personally deal with this like if if anyone that ever wanted to know like what I do like this is an area that I deal with and mm -hmm. it's an area that I intentionally fight against every single time. Cause mm -hmm. that's one of the lies that the devil tries to throw at me is, well, this is why it didn't work. Of course you're not good enough. Like I hear that right. every single time. And I think even to add, I believe there's always three voices we hear God's voice, the devil's voice and our own thoughts. Our own thoughts. Like I think that's like, I think our own thoughts, like that's the part that everyone miss misses. Mm -hmm. Like they just think, oh well, it's God speaking to me, and it's the devil speaking to me. You know what is it on the shoulders? Like and the it, devil and the angel. And it's funny because we're naturally born to kind of have somebody speak for us. Yes. Like we're raised that way. Like oh, you're sitting at you know at dinner. You know you're out at a at a restaurant, 
and the waiter asks, "What do you want?" Right. You, you're waiting for your parents to yeah, yeah, answer yeah. for you. Or, or you're going to ask the waiter. So, I mean, what's good? What do you like? <laughs> but you, like you said, you cancel out the fact that you have your own voice. Yes. And having your own voice, you make your own decisions. And whatever you speak or whatever decisions you decide to take or you allow to be taken in your life is where your direction is going to go. That's so good. That's so good. Because literally... What you say can change how you feel. Mm. What you say can change how you view a situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big thing on of just whatever is going to allow you to make better decisions, you should do that. Mm. And since we're talking about, you know, the power of affirmation and words, to your point, we all have the power to decide what we say. Mm. Now, God's going to say his own thing, and we want God to speak to us. Absolutely. There is nothing worse <laughs> than when God doesn't speak. Right. 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 But- we're also also we're also going to have the devil speaking to us as well, right? And so both of those things are out of our control, mm. but we do have the agency, we do have the power to say, okay, this is what I say about me, right. and it's either going to be in line. And again, I think it's important that people even make the decision to. There is no gray area with this. Yeah. Either what is being said on your part of the three parts, either what you are saying in your own power and agency is lining up with what God is saying Mm -hmm. or it's lining up with what the devil is saying. There is no no gray area. There is no feel good. (laughs) Either it does or it doesn't. Yo, yo, it's all right. So it just came to me because I was, um, I was reading in the book of Joshua where Joshua is walking and he's coming into, I want to say he's coming into the land of Jericho. Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, it says he he finds this man yielding a sword and he's like, whose side are you on? And Jesus, well, that's how we interpret it, right? Yes. Jesus says, neither. Mm. Neither. Like, I'm not for you or against you. Like, neither. There is no in between. And it's the same thing that he says in Revelation where he's like, yo, the worst thing is someone that's lukewarm. I want to spit you out of my mouth. Yes. and. It's the way that we have to think, understanding how it's either you thinking the way that the Lord is thinking or anything else, right? Because even if you're not thinking, oh, this is what the devil would want. This is what the devil's thinking. Anything that opposes what the Lord is thinking is against the Lord. Yes. So there is no, there is no gray area. And to add into it, because you were speaking about whatever you speak is going to happen, the scripture that goes with, that goes saying, um, that the power of life and death is concealed within the tongue. Yep. So that's that's true, but that's also over your life, over your goals, yep. your affirmations, right? Whatever you're speaking over your life, whatever you want in life is going to come by speaking it through your tongue. If you're in the DMV area and you are ambitious, I'm inviting you to the Dreamer Symposium. This is a one day experience for you to get clear on what you want in the new year. And if you're tired of setting new year's resolutions without seeing results, this is your solution. This is a proven faith-based experience for you to turn your ambition into action for 2024 success. And all you have to do is get your ticket in the room. So click the button below me and I will see you on December 16th. Absolutely. And I think too, to add, to go deeper on your point, for if there's somebody watching and they're like, all right, cool. I want to align my words with God, right? I want to be on that side. I don't want to be lukewarm. Right. You get the language from the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think, mm-hmm. and again, it's that simple, but we overcomplicate it. Like you get 
the language from the Bible. When you read enough Bible, and even if you listen to enough sermons, you know what faith sounds like. Wow. Like, there's a certain level. And even like, I won't, I'll go a, a level higher in terms of, I'll take it from the spiritual and just take it more practical. There's a certain language to people that have a abundance mindset. There's a certain language in the way in which people speak when they understand who they are mm-hmm. and they understand that power that they have. Right, right. Right. Like one of the biggest things, one of the biggest changes I recently made, I no longer say that I can't afford anything. Mm. Like, and it sounds super simple, right? Like it might be, you know, something on Amazon might be something like quick, like not, not we're not even talking about like a big purchase. And usually it's like, oh, I can't afford that right now. Like, and it's just like something simple, right? It's just like, oh, I don't think much of it. But I started thinking about, I started analyzing. I'm like, nah, like, I don't want there to be anything on this earth I can't afford. There's mm. not a single thing on this earth I can't afford. Mm. So instead of saying I can't afford it, I just say it's not the right time right now. Oof. It's not, not yet. Yeah, just not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. And it, it's funny because even pursuing the NFL or me pursuing uh, real estate or whatever I do, if I haven't reached my goal, it's not, nah, it's not going to happen. Or like if somebody's, oh, you know, what do you got to do? I'm like, you know what? It's, just didn't happen yet. Mm-hmm. It just didn't happen yet. And it's not, I'll never say, and you'll ask my son this too, the word can't. Nope. That's yeah, a normal, I say, that's yeah, a man, thing. get that word <laughs> out of here. <laughs> it's, 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 it's vile in, yes. in our household. It's vile because if you say can't, then you can't. 100%. Whatever you believe is your truth. Yes. Like if you feel like you are not able to do something and then you have the audacity to speak it, well, I believe it too. <laughs> you know one of the things my parents used to always say specifically my dad anytime growing up this is when i'm still learning like that language piece that we're talking about he would always say he like and i said something like negative or something that wasn't a faith you have what you say you have what you say and it would just pause me every single time like oh oh like i'd, I'd be like like man my, like i come home right oh, my back is killing me <laughs> you have what you say Ooh. I don't know if I. All right, hold up. Yo, but <laughs> hold up. My back is sore, but it's not. <laughs> well, but you know, what did they tell you as a kid though? Like, think before you speak. Yes, think before you speak because, and you know, we hear it in sermons all the time. You literally have the enemy. You have Satan prowling on you. Yes. So whatever you come out is your game plan, mm-hmm. and he's catching every single thing. Every single thing, whatever doubt that you have, he's like, oh, okay, so I'm going to use that against him. And it's funny because when you speak certain things, it's almost like how the phones work, that when you start speaking certain things around your phone, catch all of a sudden it, it yeah. pops up on Google. Yeah, 100%. It's like, I haven't mentioned this ever, yes. but I spoke it and it popped up because it's watching, it's hearing, right? Yes. Yes. Same way that he works is that if we're speaking negative things, negative affirmations, over our lives, these doubts or these things that are that we're in fear of, and we're speaking it, you're gonna start to see those things start happening in your life. You start to realize, oh, dang, how come nothing's working out? Well, because back then, a couple months ago, you kept saying, "Yo, nothing's gonna work out." Yes, and <laughs> and to go super spiritual with what you're saying, there is the natural realm and the spiritual realm. Mm. What mm. you say has effects in the natural realm but it occurs first in the spiritual realm. Mm. That's just a fact. Mm. So you want to make sure, again, what you're saying, you want to make sure like, Lord, I want to make sure that this is happening the way I need it to, the way that you've called it to in the spiritual realm. Mm. So that way, before it even manifests in the natural, like it's in line with you. Because again, we all have what we say. So would you say 
bring it to the safe place first. So yes. like in prayer where you're safe and you're like, I know I'm in the presence of the Lord, that this is this is direct pipeline between me and you. Yes. Bring it to him first before you decide to go out into the world and start yeah, speaking these things. Because the thing is, God will also give us language if we don't have it. Mm. If you if we don't have language to whatever it is, that thing that we're in faith for, in this case, we're talking about goals and success and stuff. Like if we don't have the language to be positive about it, or we we are in a situation where God, this does not look likely. Mm-hmm. You definitely need to bring that language to the secret place first. Mm. And now you're, you literally have that conversation with God and you just say, God, this is me just being honest with you, but I'm also submitted because I'm bringing it to you. Wow. You know, wow. I'm open. Yeah. I'm open to it. It, it seems crazy. But I'm open to it because I know that you're involved in it. Yes. And it's kind of like similarity to like Joseph, where he's young and he gets the vision that, yo, like, yo, y'all going to bow to me. And although he's he's a kid, you know what I'm saying? So although he's young and it doesn't come out the right way, he believed it. And by speaking it, what happened? Yeah. Man. Hey, they, they, came, they came back. They didn't even recognize him because- yeah. Everything that he went through and what they did to him and everything like that. But he believed it. He believed God. And same as Abraham, how it was credited to him as righteousness. Like that's the same thing. If you have something that the Lord is putting in your heart and you believe it, and not only believe it, you walk in obedience to it and you say, yo, I'm not going to deter from this. I'm not going to uh, cancel it out of my life or think that it's not possible or logical. And I'm going to keep moving forward in it. It's credited as righteousness because yes. I believe that as long as the Lord is on my side, there is nothing that he can't bring to pass. Oh, man. Man, that's so true. That's Because so, even using your Joseph example, Joseph remained dedicated throughout his entire process to what God promised him. Faithful. Right? He was faithful to what God had promised him, even though it made no sense. Even though, right? Like, because people, I think people just like look at the Bible and like view them as like very cute stories. Nice storytelling. Yeah. Like, but it's like, you got to realize David's brothers threw him into a well, really wanting to kill him. (laughs) And only one brother said, nah, let's just sell him into slavery. Like, I don't think people understand how deep that is. Right. And it's like, if we can go through things, all of us go through stuff, but what Joseph proves is that no matter what we go through, we can go through the deepest pain, mm-hmm. but we still have the agency and the power to remain faithful. And we still have the agency and the power to, to, to still speak and align our language with whatever God has in store for us. Right. Right. Because it leads to our actions. Right. And and even like how you were saying how if, as long as you stay faithful, you know, he's going to bring the past. Think about being brought to... A place of power as he was when when he was accused of rape, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Being accused of rape in a place of power is like, okay, finally, I, I, I'm there. Yes. I'm there. I, I'm breaking through. I'm breaking through. Then something happens. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been there before. Absolutely. Where you feel as though like, I didn't took 10 steps forward, mm-hmm. but then, well, in his case, he took like 15 steps back going to prison. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but it's... It's such a it's such a realistic way of looking at life when you look at these stories and we look at Joseph's story because if you look at the consistency of these stories, you look at Abraham's his ups and downs, 
I was, I was just looking into Jacob and his ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And you look at David and his ups and downs and Joseph. If you look at all these people, the, the, the main common denominator is resilience. Yes. And that resilience is shown and seen in your language. Mm-hmm. Your faith is seen in your language, your resilience, your strength. All of those characteristics can be seen in your words. In your words. And so that's why, right, just to really lay foundation of what we're talking about, just the power of affirmations, like who you are is seen through your language. Mm-hmm. It, and it's been funny because a lot of people will look at somebody and they will think like, oh, yeah, no, nah, you're good. You're you're well off. You you're good. You must got money. You it's like nah. Like I just believe I do. And if you carry yourself as such, and like you said, you speak as such, then everything else plays plays its own role. Like people will start to come up to you. They'll gravitate to you because of what you dish off through your words, and you allow God because of your faith. Now you allow God to come into your life and start maneuvering things for you. You can cancel out what God wants to do in your life by doubting it by believing it can't come to pass Mm. you cancel out everything that god is trying to do in your life because now if you walk in if you speak in doubt and you walk in doubt who's gonna have belief in you oh my god (laughs) (laughs) oh that's good between posture between uh how you speak between how you think and how you carry yourself like do you carry yourself like a king or do you carry yourself like a slave and and not talking servant, talking slave in terms of like being low, right? Do you carry yourself as if you don't belong anywhere or do you carry yourself like I belong everywhere? Oof. If you feel like you belong everywhere, God's going to put you everywhere. That's good. But if you feel like you don't belong anywhere. Well, you're not going to go. <laughs> yeah, you'll find out where you end up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that that's. Very important. That's really helped me in life and, you know, being with my brother all the time. And we used to have our own lifestyle, right? Yeah. But we've learned so much through it in the confidence and being able to be like, look in the mirror and be like, you know what? Like, God's with you. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. We always say that out of nowhere, something's going to happen. And if you can believe that and you walk every day like that, something's going to happen. I I love how you said that because what I'm hearing you say is that your language is really an indication of your identity, mm. right? Because, you know, the way in which you speak, to your point, it will either dictate whether you're a king right. or it'll dictate whether you're at the level of slave in the sense of lowliness and not having anything. Exactly. Right? And I think it's also very important to understand the the people who are also around you. Yes. Right? Because, yes, it starts within and it starts with your relationship to the Lord, or your relationship to the enemy, right? Because we got to speak on on all sides. Mm-hmm. But then it expands to who's around me, right? Yes, absolutely. Who's who is around really does help with your language too. Because like even on a simple example, right? Like when I did curse, when I did a lot of cursing, I hung around a lot of guys uh, that cursed just curse. all the time. Now, part of that just had to deal with the environment I was in, just right. like in that in an athletic space. Mm-hmm. But even just like now that I'm retired and just in a day to day space, if you're around a lot of people that do that and speak a certain way, right? Like we, let's not even let's take it just more practical. Like when you're around people that speak a certain way, like you're going to match that language. Mm. So if you're around people that speak doubt, if you're around people that speak negativity, if you're around people that just speak worldly and just speak vulgar like 
that's what your language is likely to mirror. And and you're gonna you're gonna start to blend that, right? Yes. Because then you make it easy for your flesh to take over. I was uh thinking about as you just said that, I was thinking about um Solomon's son Rehoboam. Mm-hmm. And instead of going after the wise counsel that his father had, he you know, they told him, like, listen, let's lighten the load because people who are who people who love you are willing to serve you forever, right? And then he didn't he didn't like that and that wasn't enticing to him. So he went on his own and said, Let me go around my friends. What shall we do? Yeah. Right. And yeah. now they start saying all this, all this evil, right? Saying, listen, if they think that it's hard now, let's make it worse now. And then all of a sudden now he's thinking that way. Yeah. And whatever they're whatever the people that you surround yourself with, if they're not willing to get with your program, then you need to change the station. Oh, ab- absolutely. You, you absolutely have to change the station. And it's intentional, right? It's an intentional decision. And I think to even advance the conversation as we're talking about affirmations and just, you know, really using the power of our words, I think it's important that not, I'll say it like this, not everyone is going to have the same affirmations. Right. Like one of the most famous frameworks of affirmations are I am statements. Mm-hmm. I am powerful. Yeah. I am strong, <laughs> you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Like it's I don't think to start. Like, right. Like if that is where you're starting with your affirmations, I'm not knocking it. I think it's an amazing spot. Like I have some I am statements that work for me, but I think it's a matter of evaluating the emotions behind when you say certain things. Right. Right. Like for me, when I say I am the head and not the tail, I'm above and not beneath. Mm-hmm. Like again, the very basic I am statement. But that statement means something to me. Ooh, uh, you just, you literally just snatched it off my tongue. You see yeah. that? I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> literally, I'm mad. I'm mad right now. Because literally, I was going to say, listen, it's it's like you create like a web or a brainstorming yeah. web, whatever like that. And you start off, we start off with that I am statement. Mm-hmm. But then, like you said, what does that mean? Let's dig into it. Let's, let's unpeel the onion now. Yes. Let's start figuring out the layer. Okay, so I am strong. Well, how are you strong? Why are you strong? What made you strong? Yeah. What can you do because you're strong? Or what can make you stronger? Yeah. Talk about it. Talk <laughs> so, about it. Talk about so it. So you, you look at all these things, you have to really start to un, unpeel it, right? You have yes. to peel the, I said unpeel, peel the layer, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's what I like. I like the, the base structure of I am, you know, because some people have to start with something simple. Yeah. You know, because we're, we're talking people who probably don't have any concept or people who are in the negatives, right? Mm-hmm. What foundation can we give? to people who are trying to figure out positive affirmations like what is what's the first thing that you would say if I'm like listen Trev I'm lost I don't really know what I want right now I don't know mm-hmm. where I'm headed right now like what would you tell me in terms of something that I could say positive about myself or where do I start I I would say in t- if I were to give you a statement to say I would say the only statement you should say is I am loved by God mm. I am loved and I am favored like, and you say that. And the thing is, I would even go as far to say, I don't even care if you believe it. I still want you to say it. Right. And then I would tell you to go a week saying that every single day to yourself. I, and I would say, look yourself in the mirror and say it, even if you don't believe it. Right. You go a week of saying that I am loved by God and I'm favored. And you say it every day, regardless of if you believe it or not. 
Right. I promise you, you'll have a good week. Mm. I promise you. Because mm, right? you put it out there. Yeah, I put it out there, but also though that type of language, and I, I mentioned this earlier, right? It's from the Bible. Like that's a biblically mm. referenced, like that, those words are sequenced from the Bible. Mm. It, oh my God. So I want to kind of go back to what you were saying, because you brought us back. So we're going to stay back there. Go ahead. Go ahead. So where you said the more that you speak the Bible, you start to talk different. Absolutely. And it could be literal because mm-hmm. I, I read the King James Version and sometimes I catch I laugh just because yeah. when you read the Bible enough and you're familiar with the different versions, yeah. you know why what he just said is so funny. But I, <laughs> so, so you're talking these and now. These and now, unto. <laughs> so I, I, I'll catch myself even yeah. on that. But just when you look at how... A good king. I'm not going to say all kings, but you look how good kings, when you read about them and see how they carry themselves and their confidence, you want to emulate that. Yeah. Right? That's an affirmation. If you're reading about a good king and you're like, I want to be that. Mm -hmm. I am this king. That's an affirmation in itself. Absolutely. I want to have faith like Joseph. That's an affirmation in itself because now it's already giving you direction. It's giving you direction. You may not know what you want to do in life quite Mm -hmm. yet, right? Right. But at least you have direction, and now you're strengthening yourself for wherever your desires are going to carry you. Oh, that's so good. Man, that's so good. Because I th- and, and I think what you just said points to the fact that affirmations can be anything. Anything. As long as they empower you. Like, one of the funny, and this is like telling you all my business, but it's okay, you my mans. <laughs> so, one of, like, I would say my funnier affirmations actually comes from a DMX song. So, he has a song called Who We Be. Uh-huh. And so one of my statements, I always say to myself when I'm facing a hardship or whatever, I say, Trev, you know who you be. Mm. Now, again, mm. terrible English. No, no, I know no. that. That's good, though. But <laughs> that statement makes me feel really good. That statement reminds me of who I am mm. and what I'm capable of. And mm. so for me, I leverage the power of my words by making sure I say that to me, the inner man, the spirit man of me, right. whenever I'm in the midst of you know, a hardship, or I might be wavering and remembering who I am in a situation. Right. So I say that to myself to uplift and empower myself. Well, and that's like that's like a, a moment that, you know, Moses had, right, in the beginning where he lacked confidence. He needed all of the ammunition possible, all right. the affirmations possible, because he's like, who am I to do this? Yeah. And God is saying, who are you not to? Man, that's so good. Who are you not to? Yeah. I've spoken this over your life. So if I spoke it over your life, because we were talking about thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about, is it thoughts of God or thoughts of the enemy? Thoughts yeah. of Satan, right? So if God is saying, well, I, I didn't ask you, you know, if you can. I'm telling you, you can. Right. I've already told you, you I've, can. I've already told you. And, and guess what? I've already set up the plan. That's right. I, already, I already aligned you with someone that's going to help you speak. And you don't even get this. I'm going to speak through you. Yeah. I'm going to tell you everything. I'm going to tell you everything. And that's kind of like, that's how God's love and his grace is. Because if, let's just say he wasn't graceful and merciful and Moses said that, he could have said, all right, be gone. I'll find somebody else. hundred percent. hundred percent. But God's not a quitter. Yeah. So if we're made in his image, we're not quitters either. hundred percent. And I think you, your point highlights what we talked about earlier about how there's the, the three voices. 
God's already said it. He already has the plan. So you just have to take responsibility over your voice in your own head right. and align that language with whatever God says. Whoever, whatever God says in terms of your identity, whatever God says in terms of your ability, and whatever God says in terms of your capacity. Exactly. Exactly. Give the full authority over to the spirit, mm-hmm. and you need to take full dominion over your flesh. Absolutely. And, and I think to anyone, just another practical tip to... You know, well, how do I create affirmations that really matter to me? Whatever gets you excited Mm -hmm. when you say it, Mm -hmm. right? Whatever thought comes to your mind about you, whether it's about your identity, your actions, your ability, capacity, like anything like that, if it gets you excited, double down on it. Say it more. Say it often. Say it loud. Say it in the mirror to yourself. Tell your friends, hey, this is who I am. Start there. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Because I think so often society... I think affirmations are a wonderful thing, but I think there are times where it gets like commercialized. Yeah. Right. And so that's why we laughed earlier about like the I am statements. Cause like, that's kind of a cliche, but still commercialized type of thing where like for one, for person a saying I am strong may change their entire destiny. It yeah. might change their entire life. Person B might say I am strong. And it's like, yeah, like right. It, it, you write same words, right. But, they hit different for different people. Exactly. And so it's like you want to find words and language um, that that align with the faith side, that align with what God says. Um, but you want to make sure that it, it excites you, right? right? Like like it actually gets you excited to do something. And if that's the case, if, you've, or if you're sniffing in a certain area and you start smelling the food, maybe I'll go in that direction. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if, you know, and I like to, you know, Marco Polo, right? And your eyes are closed and, and you hear... Marco, and then you start going closer, and that sound gets louder. It gets mm-hmm. louder. Like if I am thinking of something, I'm like, "Where do I want to start?" And I'm thinking of something, and it makes the light bulb go off. Okay, that may not be the specific thing, but that's in the right direction. Yes. So let me let me see what's in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like how you know people will go in majors. They don't know, but they'll just do the basic major. I I like communications, but. Let me see what's in communication. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, try to start at the foundation, start at the base level, because that allows it to be broad and allow it, as you dig in, you can start shaving away the things that you don't care for and start keeping the things that you do care for. Yeah. And I think too, I'll even add, you can't afford not to do what we're talking about. Mm. And the reason why you can't afford not to is because- our our default as human beings is only to survive, not thrive. Mm. Like mm. there are studies behind this. Like mentally, your brain is only designed to survive. Mm. And so, when it comes to doing things that improve your life, when it comes to doing things that more than likely God's calling you to do, they're scary things. Mm. There are things that make you uncomfortable. There are wow. things that are going to require you to dig deeper into who you are and to really discover who you are. But that goes against our natural wiring. And so if you don't have language that allows you to push through your your brain's normal function, then you're never going to reach. You're never going to attain. You're never going to achieve anything that you are actually supposed to achieve because you did not take the time to actually just think about what can I say to myself consistently that aligns with God's word that excites me. Oh, my gosh. Bro. Hold on, hold on. No, no, hold on. Yo, wait. Yo, you just started. Is this a sermon? <laughs> like, 
I was like, oh, did we start another video? Hey, this is hey, crazy, man. bro. What? First of all, you know, like that's low key the Adam effect. Low key. Low key the Adam effect because he forced us to have to work for everything, right? Yes. And like you said, survival. Now it puts so many people within the box, right? You don't really see the outskirts of what God's really calling you to do because you're like, ah, well, that's too risky. There's no way I could do that because I got to do this. I got to take care of this. I got to take care of this. Not knowing that whatever God's calling you to do outside of the box is going to take care of everything and more. Man. What? Everything and more. And, and consistently, whatever God calls you to is going to call you out of the box and is going to take care of everything. He calls you to be outside of chains, not in it. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, yo, that oh. was good though. That was, that oh. that you you taught me something. I, I thought you were I thought you were trying to just teach me. I thought Man. you were trying to teach me. I received that's it. so good. I received <laughs> what you just said. He he called us to be out of chains, not in them. Not. <laughs> Man, listen, I, I love it. I love. I it. hope you guys got value out of this conversation because, as you could tell, we had a blast having it. I love it. <laughs> um, I love it. Wow, this is powerful. Well, look, I will encourage you to just share this conversation with somebody because I'm willing to bet that somebody you know needs to hear something that was said here on this in this conversation. And so be sure to share it. I'm sure if you haven't already, subscribe, like, comment, all of that fun stuff. If you're listening on a podcast platform, be sure to leave a review um, so that way more people can see this um, and hear this conversation. As you prepare for next week's episode, go check out last week's episode. And always remember, your dream is possible as long as you're willing to work for it. We'll see you guys next week. Amen. Love you.